Welcome to episode 15 of the podcast, Hot Mess to Great Success. Welcome back to the podcast, Hot Mess to Great Success. A little bit of private inspiration to organize pieces of your personal and professional life. Now here's your host, Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Hi there, I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Gardella of the podcast, Hot Mess to Great Success. I developed this podcast as time dedicated to helping you get pieces of your personal and professional life in order as I do the same with mine. This podcast is for anyone who needs a little bit of private inspiration. You probably don't want to shout your disorganization from a rooftop on social media or in a mastermind. And just knowing that someone else is working through the same stuff is enough to get you motivated. Don't forget, everything is available in the show notes on hotmesstograatsuccess.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started. So hey everyone, welcome to episode 15. This is Dr. Jennifer Gardella, Dr. Jenny Lynn, if you want to find me on Instagram and Twitter. Today I have an exciting episode with three great topics. Stop taking things personally, what happens if Google makes changes, and an update on how I'm doing with my organization. So let's get started. Now, the first topic is to stop taking things personally. As I mentioned in our last episode, I worked closely with the possibility coaches since about March right through November of 2019. They have a program called Quantum Leap that was transformational for me in my life. One of the things that was a problem for me was that I was taking things too personally. People weren't treating me right, and I was thinking that it was all about me. And honestly, it really wasn't. You may feel left out, alone, rejected. You may feel like someone's just, well, not treating you right. And I can guarantee you it has nothing to do with you. How others treat you has nothing to do with you. Now, this was very hard for the possibility coaches for John Satin to drill into my head. But it's very true. No matter how personal their attack may be, no matter what they say about you and any aspect of your life or your children, it has nothing to do with you. If someone wants to attack you, insult you, that's on them. That karma belongs to them in the long run. And also, if that's the way that they want to operate, you can't change it. As another example, in my professional life, there have been some clients that have canceled contracts with me. They may think that they can get better service somewhere else. They may think my prices are too high. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with their belief system. I put it out there that I guarantee that the blogging and social media that I do for my clients, especially the strategy part, is the absolute best they can find. But if they don't believe me, that has nothing to do with my marketing or the way that I operate my business. It has to do with their belief system. So in your life, if your spouse yells at you because he's in a bad mood, next time it happens, think, this has nothing to do with me. Your spouse may have learned that way of operating from his or, own, his or her own parents. Some people are conditioned to yell. They think that if they're the loudest one in the room, then they must be right. They obviously didn't learn that from you. Well, unless you do it as well. And breaking those cycles takes a deep internal commitment on their end. I can share that, you know, you only break those cycles if you want to and if you're ready. And that's another thing that the possibility coaches really helped me to see. They also helped me to see that even 
the great Jen Gardella with all of her unconditional love and acts and being nice to people and helping out can't change people. Those others are programmed. They've been conditioned by their own history, by their own experiences. I see this all the time in my home on a very simple level with my children and my stepchildren. Sometimes someone isn't kind to me or another. And honestly, it might be because the rules in our house are different because than the rules in the home of my stepchildren's mother. My kids can be cruel, unkind, selfish, because they're missing their dad. In both of these scenarios, it has something to do with the way that they are interpreting their life. It has nothing to do with me. In fact, other people's reactions have nothing to do with me. Now, I say this as if it's just a flippant statement. It's very different to be able to say it. I truly believe it. And I highly recommend that you start to at least explore this concept in your own mind. You will get to a point where you wish that, well, don't people just know better? Don't they know the correct way how to treat somebody? And the truth is they just might not. They will act the way that they want to, and you cannot change that. Now, one thing that I've done, which has been quite hard on many people in my life, is I have started to set very clear boundaries based on my own time schedules and based on my integrity that I operate. When you start to set boundaries about what you will and will not tolerate for the first time, some people get really upset. It's based for me out of self-respect for myself and the way that I want to operate my personal life and my business. Their reaction to my boundaries and the self-respect that I want has nothing to do with me. And I have stopped taking it personally. This can be a game changer. In the last episode, I also talked about operating with unconditional love. If you can get unconditional love down and this idea of not taking things personally, you can have a transform transformative experience in your life. Okay, that was a pretty heavy topic to start off with. And now we're moving into something to help the small business owners in my um, listening group here with their digital marketing. As you know, I'm a social media and blogging consultant, and I deal a lot with how my clients and small business owners operate within the realm of Google. Uh, Google is a pain, I admit. Uh, knowing what to do is gets really annoying. And if you're running a business, you know that SEO is important, but you've probably figured out that it's really hard to keep up on the changes and maintain your Google ranking, your SEO, um, with your website and your entire digital media presence. The trick is you need to do what I do, follow an expert to figure this out because it's way too important. I entered the world of SEO and blogging way back in 2011. SEO, social media, and blogging first became really important about that time when Google introduced its first huge update, algorithm update. It was the Penguin Panda update. At this time, websites that were just these little static one-page websites were literally knocked off of the first page of Google. How did I find out about it? Well, I had a friend, okay, he was actually a boyfriend, and he ran a very successful law firm in central New Jersey. Um, and all of a sudden, right around 2011, the phone stopped ringing in the office, and no one could really figure out why. 
At the same time, he started getting a lot of calls from marketing firms that wanted to redesign his website. They started talking about social media, blogging, and SEO. It was a whole new world. And he started printing out the emails that he received. Twitter for attorneys, blogging for attorneys. It was a massive amount of information. And he asked me to start to synthesize, to organize some of the information. And as you know, if you've been following me for a while, that information actually turned into, that list that I made turned into a job description, which then turned into a job for me. Now I will have a side note, do not work for someone that you are dating, but we move on. <laughs> now I learned from a lot of others, many salespeople at that time from some of the bigger marketing agencies that specialized in law firm marketing. And as I started my own firm, I continually check in on those who follow this important stuff, all of these Google uh, changes to their algorithm. Now, in case you don't know, Google never really releases the details of an algorithm change. It releases some of it, but the importance of each piece of it, they don't really tell you. What we rely on is how other experts in the SEO field test out this stuff. One of my favorite happens to be Neil Patel. The guy tests everything that comes along and gives you very honest updates on how you can improve your SEO. Now for the foreseeable future, high quality content will remain the number one factor to ranking. So that means you need to be blogging on a regular basis, using the right keywords based on an editorial calendar. And gosh, no, I have talked about that endlessly <laughs> on my website, jennifergardella.com. So if you want to be on top of the curve with SEO, make sure you're blogging. We have seen though, that other factors have come along in the last few years. Your website needs to be responsive. Your page speed needs to be really, really quick. And those factors have floated in and out and become more important or less important based on what Google wants to do. Now, again, Google never really tells us. It just does it, and we need to figure it out. And the good news is that because of some experts like Neil Patel who love to test in this area, well, we can rely on them as very trustworthy sources on how to adjust our work and the SEO uh, activities that we have for our website. Now, if you have any questions about this, I offer a free call uh, to small business owners of, and also larger businesses as well to ensure that you have the right information that you need to start to build your website. Okay, so those are Google. You need to make sure that you stay on top of the changes and you're working with someone who you really trust, who will have your best interest at heart when it comes to improving and maintaining your SEO rankings. Lastly today, I wanna to give you an update. So many people have asked me how I'm doing with my organization. In fact, over the last year since I started this podcast, the reason why I started this podcast back in December of 19 was because my life was sort of a hot mess. I had stepped off the TED Talk stage in 18, and realized what a mess I was. I've had friends pass away and thought to myself, oh my gosh, they can't do anything anymore as far as reach their goals and make an impact. And here I am, a complete hot mess. What am I doing? Let's go for it. But when you have a business of my size and you're disorganized, it takes a monstrous step back to realize the amount of work that you have to put in place in order to get out of that hot mess stage. Now, to be clear, it's possible that some of the chaos in my life is just something I have to embrace. 
But within the inner workings of my business, I've decided it is no longer tolerable. I've also realized that it is really hard to move the needle in my in this area. So it's not perfect yet. Things are not totally up and running, but man, do I feel so much better about what I'm doing. Now, I will tell you that I first started it in this area of organizing my business when I finally had the lightning rod moment that hit me as I was listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast. I listen to Amy Porterfield often. She is one of those brilliant marketers who lets you into the inner workings of her business and life. She's incredibly authentic and incredibly honest. Um, And in one particular episode, it was incredibly long. She actually gave you a day-by-day account of her week. And in it, she mentioned something called the EOS system, Entrepreneurial Operating System. I've come to learn that that's what the acronym means. And I was thinking, gosh, you know, me, like many of you, not as big as I should be. How am I going to get this all together? Well, EOS has really helped me tremendously. EOS was developed by Gino Wickman. He's written about it in two different books, Get a Grip, which is a parable of a company that is implementing the EOS system, and then Traction, which is the actual nuts and bolts of how you do it. I am reading Traction now. I read Get a Grip and loved the book because it allowed me to, well, I love to read business books that are parables. I think they're not only adorable, but much more in impactful. Giver's Gain is another example of one. Um, But the parable allowed me to go through with this fictitious company and actually get my stuff together, my vision, my organization chart, my people, my issues together while this other fictitious organization was going through it. So I highly recommend you read Get a Grip. What was funny is that in Get a Grip, he also, Gina Wickman mentioned Scaling Up by Vern Harnish, and that book was already on my bookshelf. So I was able to take the pieces, uh, and they all really say the same thing. Um, it's all about the way that you look about at the operating system of your business. How are you operating one of the different areas, factions? How do you deal with issues? So I used a combination of EOS and Scaling Up to develop my systems. Michael Hyatt also has one. I think his is like seven pillars of your business. I know that Sunny Leonard Doozy, she has a free business plan that you can download and she has a different way that she approaches the pillars of her business. Mine are pretty simple. I have a vision, which includes the values, which I'm learning is more and more important. Um, the values which drive the goals. Um, I have people, processes, tracking, revenue generating activities, operations, and then I actually have marketing as a separate pillar for me. This makes sense. One thing that's really hurt my business is that while I'm great at what I do, I don't do it for my own business. I spend so much time doing it for my clients that the own mar- that my own marketing, meaning my um, websites and my blogging and my social media, I'm kind of the cobbler's kid that has no shoes. So I'm putting a tremendous amount of time into organizing my marketing. Another issue that I have that you may have as well is that every time I have a great idea, I kind of splinter off, run in that direction, chasing a squirrel, and don't really ever finish it. My name is on it. There's some problems with it. And it just probably drags down my entire operation and the way that I look out there online. So I've put substantial amount of time into making sure 
that my marketing is going to be organized by the end of 2020. So every day I work in three very specific areas of my business. The first is client work. I want to make sure that what's bringing revenue in now is continually not only just on time, but actually ahead. Then I have big projects. Big projects for me include the things that those big steps that I want to take next. Every project has a micro step laid out. And I can tell you that sometimes these micro steps are so basic as make a call to GoDaddy and switch this. And that's a win for me that day. Um, and then the third area that I'm always working on is marketing. Now, marketing and sales is something that I have combined in my business, and it's something that I'm paying attention to every day. The great part about the way that I've structured my business is that I also have, as EOS suggests, a list of issues and a list of things that I want to delegate so that I'm always also on top of what needs to change in my business, what is not in my zone of unique brilliance, what, I, what do I not like doing, and what can I delegate to someone else to take care of. For instance, one thing I love is designing um, freebies and lots of pieces of my websites. The problem is that nothing really ever got done. So I recently hired a designer to start to do all that for me. In fact, I think I owe him a return email right now. But as I've learned to work in this system and take these micro steps and work especially with the traction wheel that Gina Wickman's developed, things are becoming incredibly clear. And I can see my organization growing and I know what we need to do for next steps. A big piece of this for me are also issues. As I mentioned, I have an issue list. Well, what happens if I get five new clients next week and I don't have the staff? So I'm continually working on issues on the issues list to make sure that those issues can be easily handled. I'm de as I mentioned, I'm de delegating a ton, um, and I highly and recommending all of this to you as a way to start to organize your own operation. Okay, so that was a lot of information today. I want you to stop taking things personally. Get a really good handle on the SEO of your website and how you are moving forward, learning about Google algorithm updates, and then read, I would recommend, and I'll include a link to, uh, to it in the show notes, read Get a G Grip by Gino Wickman. I'll include links to the other books as well. Okay, well, this is Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Thanks so much for taking this time with me today. Don't forget, everything is available in the show notes that I talked about with links, so you don't have to write it down, especially if you're driving. And I look forward to hearing about your future successes and sharing mine in my next episode. Until next time, bye-bye.